Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the Grimar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldsmith swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Grimar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Billiken win! Billiken win! Now, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Welcome to the show, folks. It is an exciting time to be a St. Louis sports fan. Take a listen to now this. Move in. Second corner of the night, opposite side, a beauty, a laser, oh baby, our city, our spirit, our first, it's Tim Parker, it's 1-0 City. I'll tell you, Joey Zanaboni, he doesn't need any caffeine, what a great call there and what a great moment for, as he said, St. Louis City SC, that was their first goal. And it just got better. Take a listen to this. Austin still oh. in its own end. A huge giveaway in deep. Oh. Tied. Oh. Jared Stroud! Oh, doctor! Overcharge him for a second-hand Bowflex! Let's get ripped! Stroud! Somebody check on Joey Zanaboni. 2-2 game, a terrible giveaway there. Terrible by Austin, but uh, he picks it up, scores. He played down in the capital of Texas for two years, Jared Stroud. 2-2 game. We go late into this game, 86th minute. The call on Y98FM. Joey Zanaboni. Yeah, from on. midfield, pokes it on. Klaus in space. Klaus down the right side of the box. Cuts it back toward the middle. Oh! Wonderful, Shao Klaus, Post Malone, 3-2, St. Louis City, four minutes left in regulation. The win after that, 3-2, St. Louis City SC beats Austin FC on that goal by Klaus 
who was terrific throughout the match. He beats his defender. He cuts to the middle. He puts the ball into the back of the net with the outside of his right foot. And St. Louis City SC has its first win in its first game in Major League Soccer. What a remarkable achievement over a team that was second in the Western Conference, an expansion team themselves. They know what it's like to go through that. They have a great home atmosphere. This team goes in there with no fear gets the win, and now they play at home at City Park on March 4th. That will be a very special and joyous occasion. It was going to be anyway. Now this takes it to another level, and the coach of St. Louis City SC is Bradley Carnell. Obviously, you know, there was a lot of weight on our shoulders coming into this game, and we knew it wasn't going to be easy coming into a Q2 stadium um, against such a, you know, a, a stacked, loaded team. Uh, with the quality like they do have. Uh, we found out a lot about our group through preseason. Uh, we spent a lot of time together. Um, we played some really good opponents, and uh, we feel like we framed this first game in a really good way. Um, credit to the ownership group uh, for allowing us a platform months ago, years ago, to try and get this day right. That would be Lutz Fannensteel, the sporting director for that coach right there, Bradley Carnell. Fannensteel built it. Carnell executed it. The players, Parker Stroud and Klaus, scored the goals. And a win for City. And they play on Saturday at City Park on Y98 FM. And the party starts now. I mean, it's going to be fun. I would have loved to have been. I couldn't do it yesterday. I would have loved to have been one of our soccer bars here yesterday when that moment happened. Klaus scoring. Of course, these games are on Y98 FM. They're also on Apple TV And I know a lot of people woke up this morning saying, okay, I'm in. What do I have to do? I'm a soccer fan, too. I'll learn the game. I want part of this. And it is going to be an absolute blast to watch this thing grow. What a start. What a start. My friend Jim Woodcock of Fleischman Hillard, I thought, put it really well in a tweet that uh, he posted late last night. He said the St. Louis City SC win recalls the first Rams game as a St. Louis team in 1995, a victory at Green Bay, unexpected, joyous, and a supercharged return of NFL football the next week at Old Bush Stadium. Same experience ahead Saturday at City Park, he writes, except this is our team, and it won't leave. Well said. Downtown West, St. Louis City SC, what a time to be alive. If you're a soccer fan in St. Louis or just a sports fan, period. College basketball yesterday, SLU won, Mizzou won, Lindenwood won, and Ohio State is beating Illinois 6-5 in the early going in a game in Columbus. We're keeping an eye on that. Cardinals, they lost yesterday to the Washington Nationals 3-2, a two-inning performance by Adam Wainwright, two strong innings for Jake Woodford after Wainwright gave up just a run in his two frames. Woodford put together two great innings. He didn't allow a run. He gave up just a hit, and the Cardinals rewarded him with this. Next pitch is hit hard to right field by Donovan, and backing up is the right fielder over his head. Big fly, Brendan Donovan, and the Cardinals take the lead 2-1. to Boy, he got a hold of that one. Donnie, as Ollie Marmel likes to call him, with that big home run, and that held up for a while, and then the Cardinals gave up a couple of runs late, and they lost it 3-2 to the Nats. Today they play the Miami Marlins, and the second pitcher of the season will be Miles Michaelis. He'll be taking on the Marlins today. It's a 12-10 start against our old nemesis, Johnny Cueto, 
And it'll get going today at 1210 with the pregame at noon here on KMOX. Here's the Cardinals lineup. You ready for this one? Tommy Edmond leads off and plays shortstop. Tyler O'Neill's back in center field batting second. Juan Yepes is the first baseman batting third. Your DH today will be Nolan Arenado. He bats fourth. Nolan Gorman is the second baseman. He's going to bat fifth today. Jordan Walker is the left fielder, batting sixth, number one prospect in the organization. Alec Burleson is the right fielder. He bats seventh. The catcher today will be Andrew Kisner. And your third baseman today will be Jose Fermin. He bats ninth for the Cardinals as they take on the Miami Marlins. Looking forward to all of it right here on KMOX with John Rooney, Ricky Horton, and Mike Claiborne on the call. And by the way, I did catch Chip Carey on Bally Sports Midwest yesterday. Thought he was great to hear. Coming right out of the gate, nice, pleasant, familiar sound. Great voice, great cadence, great baseball man. Chip Carey calling the game with Brad Thompson I thought was also a good listen. I was kind of going back and forth. This is a great sports day overall, starting with the Cardinals and then, you know, going outside to do a little work. I had a, a couple, couple things out in the yard I had to do. Then come back in and, you know, get ready for the Billikens playing a 5 o'clock game. I was rubbing my hands together, getting all excited for Indiana, Purdue, hoping for the best. IU beats them. And then... St. Louis City SC does its thing. Meanwhile, there was just a lot going on, too. The Blues lost to the Penguins. I did catch some of that, 3-2 to in overtime. Mizzou took care of Georgia. Nice win on the road for them. We'll get into the Blues, though, coming up next because we do have a trade. First reported by TSN's Darren Drager. Ivan Barbashev is on the move to Vegas for a prospect. We'll take a look at that next on KMOX. Welcome back to the Gray Bar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldschmidt swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Gray Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Billikens win! Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Welcome back. It is Sports on a Sunday morning. The Gray Bar Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Uh, this is our Blues Breakdown. I'll keep this... Pretty simple here. And then John Mosaloc joins us at 1130 and Nick Ragone, a little golf and an update, he says, on the Ascension Charity Classic with, I would say, a rather large name that could very well be in the works in three years time when he turns 50. So that's a hint. And I mean a big name, like the biggest of names. So we'll we'll talk to him about that and see what the heck's going on there coming up at 1145. But as for the Blues, it's just I said it at the start of the year. My number one concern about this team was depth at defense. And I worried about the quality of the defense and if they would be able to last the year. Losing Scott Perunovich and Marco Scandella to surgeries before the year started was not a good start. And I didn't I'm not saying I don't like the the top four. I just didn't think it was enough. And it turns out to be part of the issue is that the defense just have not been good enough. But now I don't like what I'm hearing in this Blues dressing room. It's not a good thing when you have the coach and the players sniping uh, back and forth. I know that it happens in sports, and I know that you have to get it all out there. and, And, you know, sometimes it can get ugly when it comes to speaking your mind. But, you know... This is an organization that should be pulling on the same rope here, and I just don't feel this right now. So I'm hoping that it's just noise 
and that behind the scenes, Tom Stillman and Doug Armstrong are doing their thing because both of them are as good as you'll find in sports. They've proven that. They've won a championship, and they probably at some point will get this organization back into position to do it again. But right now they are not even close to it, and they they know that they've got to build this thing back. I mean, Armstrong just said himself that the new decade starts now. That decade is over. He said that uh, to some reporters just the other day. Here's what I'm talking about. This is Craig Berube. Now, if you've listened to Chief through the years, he tells it like it is. He speaks his mind. A lot of guys, not uh, <clears throat> a lot of our best players not doing the job. Why do you think that's the case? I don't know. you have to ask them, Jim. I guess they don't care about the team. I don't know. Our, our best players don't play with any passion, no emotion, and no, no inspiration at all. They don't play inspired hockey. You cannot play in this league without emotion, grit, being inspired. Um, they're getting paid lots of money, and they're not, showing, they're not doing the job. End of story. That's it. That's about as honest as you can get as a coach. I'm not saying that I'm supporting the coach 100%. He is the coach, and some of this goes on him too. But that's about as blatant as you can be. When you call your players soft, especially your best players, which is basically what he's doing. And by the way, he wasn't the only one. He praised Alexei Toropchenko, who has joined this team and has played a style that Barubi likes. Toropchenko could have let that stand on its own. He took it to another level and said this. Even where, if we are not on the playoff spot, like I will do everything because it's a hockey game. You, don't, you cannot leave. Especially when you're playing like in the NHL, you're not playing like somewhere else on a beer league or something like that. You need to show something. You need to show character and like be strong everywhere. Just like play from your heart. You I look. You can you say all you want that it's you know it's in lost in translation or you know he's not sure he does, English is not his first language, so maybe it didn't come across right. But you say beer league. I mean, that's about as clear as it can be. He didn't like the way this team looked from his standpoint, and he went on to say this as well. Especially for me, like, it looks like this game was, like, worst of, like, all my life, how the team played today. Okay. And he said this. Especially for fans, you cannot cannot play like that. Like I said, you need to play, like, I don't know, for fans, for yourself especially, and like for everybody from the team, like because team is like just one family, it's not only about one guy, and like you need to be like the part of it, and uh, show some like respect to each other. So who are they talking about? The high-priced players who have long-term extensions? Kyrie Thomas, one assist combined. Not good enough, not, not, not even close. Not even close talking about Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas. So it's pretty clear that the top players on this team are not even close, according to Craig Berube, are not playing well enough, are not playing the style of hockey that he wants them to play. This is going to be a tough decision for the Blues' top uh, level front office because on one hand, you have some players who are under contract for a long time, are very talented, and could well turn into leaders and great players as they continue to learn the NHL. On the other hand, you have a coach, and he is not agreeing with the way that they're playing, and you also can feel friction right now between some of the players and that coach uh, just from the comments of Barubi alone, but some other comments that have made their way out in the media as well. Uh, I, I'd have to think and hope that it all gets mended by the end of the year, 
But regardless, you have to make a decision here. If you're building a roster for 2023, 24 and beyond, what is the best thing for us to create this next quote unquote decade that is ahead of us? And I I think that's just sports and the business of sports. Who do we build this around? Are we building this around Craig Berube? And if we are, what kind of players do we have on this team? Is it the right coach? Is it the right staff? Is it the right group of players? What are we? This is where the Blues are right now, unfortunately. But you know, all good things come to an end, and, and very clearly the Stanley Cup era for the Blues has come to an end. Could they rally it back quickly? Quite possibly. But it's been clear all year, really from the start, when they had the skid, and I know they came back and had a long winning streak, but it really has been a mediocre hockey team and nothing better. And they, they've got to find a way to get back to that championship feel. It's, it eventually will happen. But right now the Blues are in a very uh, strange place, to say the least. We'll take a quick time out, but before we do that, we have a couple of things to tell you about that are happening, including a trade that Darren Drager was first to report from TSN, and that is that the Blues have acquired uh, a prospect for Ivan Barbashev. Uh, This is first reported by Drager. Uh, Some others have started to pick this up as well, uh, that it is a trade for a prospect. I don't see any other information on that right now. But Barbashev, as you know, was a pending unrestricted free agent, so it was pretty well known that he was probably going to be dealt along with Vladimir Tarasenko and Ryan Ryan O'Reilly, who were in that same category. Tarasenko's now with the New York Rangers. O'Reilly is with the Toronto Maple Leafs. He had a hat trick the other day in a 6-3 win over Buffalo. It has been tough so far for the Blues fans to watch these great Stanley Cup players depart, but it is uh, the end of an era, basically, and the start of a new one. It's not a lot of fun when it gets down to this, but eventually in sports, especially in an NHL where salary cap restrictions are so tight, uh, it can happen, and it can happen in a hurry. We'll see. But, I mean, you've got a lot of players that you owe money to, so it'll be a, not an easy situation to navigate through. I know that. We'll take a quick timeout when we come back. We'll talk to someone who has – negotiated, who has navigated, and somehow has been able to win and have a winning record 15 straight seasons. That's John Mosellock, president of baseball operations of the St. Louis Cardinals. He is next. Hagman for the win. Steve Levy with that call, ABC, ESPN. It's kind of nice to have the XFL on the Disney family as we've seen some great exposure for the XFL. The St. Louis Battlehawks. He didn't even say Battlehawks. I like how he said St. Louis. That's your football team. That's your quarterback, A.J. McCarron. If you had a criticism of the Battlehawks right now, it's where are you in the first three and a half quarters, but whatever. They're 2-0. and They've won both games. Very exciting, and this is also exciting. The Battlehawks have opened up the upper level of the Dome, and the XFL is selling tickets, and I'm hearing that tickets are flying for this. Um, the, the upcoming schedule for the St. Louis Battlehawks and tickets are just 
flying right now. So I would, if I were you, if you have not yet, I would start poking around the Battlehawks ticket site or the XFL site or the secondary market because St. Louis City SC isn't the only hot ticket in downtown St. Louis. It sure looks like the Battlehawks are going to be a lot of fun and fans are going to get over there as well as Bush Stadium and as well as the Blues for the rest of this year. The fans are still loyal. They're still going to go watch some hockey. This is a lot of fun right now uh, here in this downtown area. A lot of sports. But I will say this, and I said it uh, when it happened uh, to Janae Edmondson, the young lady, the volleyball player who had her legs amputated after being hit by a reckless driver who should not have been on the road. We have to get our act together. We have to do it immediately. We have to make the decisions that make that happen, and we have to come together. I don't don't care what side of the aisle that you're on. This is a moment for everybody. Sports unify us, and we need to be unified in this moment as well. We've got to find a way to make St. Louis safer. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details visitors. It absolutely must happen. Back with John Mosaylock after this. Welcome back to the Graybar Sports on a Sunday morning. Goldschmidt swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Billikens win! Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Welcome back to the show. John Mosaylock, the Cardinals president of baseball operations, joins us at 1130. Good morning, Mo, and in Jupiter, Florida, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. It felt so good to have baseball back. I watched uh, the first inning with Chip Carey and Brad Thompson. Before that, I was in the kitchen listening to John Rooney call the first pitch because 
I wanted to hear the radio call. Back and forth we went between KMOX and Bally for a few hours, actually less than that, uh, which I'll get into with you in just a minute. But uh, I felt uh, normal again. It's nice to have baseball back on the air. Oh, it was great. It was great. Yeah, beautiful weather down here. It's It's been spectacular. And, and just to get it going is, I think, a, a welcome sign. I will say, like, the last two weeks to me went by super fast. I, I really feel like Ollie and his staff created a really efficient and, and, and productive camp. And, you know, now to be playing games, it just feels like it's just like just yesterday we got here. But here we are. And, uh, you know, obviously we'll ramp up this week. And then uh, we'll, we'll start to have some guys uh, um, start heading out for the WBC by midweek. So rosters will look a little different, but I still think, uh, you know, the work we're able to get done right now and just sort of the overall vibe of camp has been really positive. That's great to hear. I can't wait to get down there. I'll be down there late on March 5th and start my journey there for the next uh, three weeks on March 6th. And, and like you mentioned, there will be some players that I will not see at that time. Uh, Tommy Edmond, Lars Newtbar are going to be traveling in the World Baseball Classic, and some others will be heading out. But until then, you've been able to see him. What did you think of yesterday? A 3-2 loss to the Nationals, but you got to see a lot of your big names. No, it was, uh, again, just good that guys were out there. Uh, good news, everybody came out of it uh, feeling good. And, you know, I don't, like, obviously you'd prefer to win a game than lose a game, but, you know, these are uh, really just exhibition games and they're really just games to get uh, really players' feet under them. So I, I wouldn't read too much into that. But, you know, overall, it's it's the guys feel really good about where they are. They think, you know, you're going to see a lot of uh, Nolan and Goldie um this week because they're trying to ramp up for the WBC. So, you know, by the time you're down here in a week, um, you know, there'll be a few faces around, but yes, this roster will look a little bit different. Yep. Uh, Today you're going to start Jordan Walker out in left field. That should be a lot of fun to see him. He got a little bit of action yesterday. Now he gets a start as uh, you'll see a lot of Jordan Walker throughout this Grapefruit league. Won't you? Yeah, I would think so. Um, You know, obviously uh, we have a, a young group of, of talented players that are going to get a lot more exposure this year be, for a variety of reasons. And uh, one being the WBC, but like, you know, I, I love that. I mean, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're a prospect Hawk, there's going to be a, a lot of things to watch down here and uh, should, should make for a very fun camp. Yeah, it'll be fun. The names in here, you and I have talked about a lot of them. Yepes, Gorman, Walker, Burleson. Uh, they're all in the lineup today among others. Uh, Tyler O'Neill playing in center field. Uh, w- what are you uh, feeling about Tyler as he embarks on this 23 season? You kind of feel like, you know, I, I hate using this term. It's somewhat overused, but he is an X factor, I think, for you, isn't he? Well, as, as, as I stated, uh, the, you know, the reason we didn't go outside the organization to fill some, some what were perceived as needs is because we believe the talent is in our clubhouse. And, I would accept or agree that, you know, Tyler has to be the, the Tyler of 2021 and not the Tyler of 2022 for us to be, you know, ultimately successful. But I'll tell you, like, he had a really good offseason. He worked really hard being in St. Louis. You've, you've, we've talked about him before this offseason about, you know, his drive and, and, and really wanting to, to establish himself. And, you know, I think he's prepared himself really well so far. And, and again, camp is, uh, we're in game two of, of uh, you know, five more weeks of this. But, you know, overall, I'd have to say, like, he seems like he's in a really good mindset. 
Wayno pitched two innings yesterday. Looked good from what I could tell. Jake Woodford had two scoreless frames. Cabrera, Naughton, Thompson, they all got a little action. Nail and, and Whitley. But, but I was really focused on two things. One, Contreras behind the plate with those pitchers. And also, the pitch timer. Uh, what did you think of the first go-round of the pitch timer at this major league level? Well, my fingers are crossed that yesterday is not an outlier. In other words, like, obviously, you, you hope there are no infractions where you're getting a, a called strike or a called ball. You want it to, to work. And yesterday there were two. Uh, but overall, I mean, the pace of the game was exactly what you'd hope for. And, and so, you know, I, I kind of, like, throw the question more back to you sitting at home. Like, was it – did you notice the difference? Because I did make my way around the ballpark yesterday – had a lot of different people visiting. And so, um, you know, every place I went, of course, the questions were, what do you think of the clock? And then there were other people that didn't even realize there was a clock, but yet everybody was sort of impressed with, you know, the quickness of play or the, 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 the crispness of play. So, you know, I got to say, like, I thought yesterday was like a home run when it comes to like what you hoped to, would, would be accomplished. And when you look at even, you know, scores or more importantly, maybe times around, uh, the Grapefruit League and, and out in Arizona, it, it appears it's working. So, you know, net net, I thought yesterday was a tremendous success. Yeah, I mean, if you put it back to me as a consumer yesterday, I did notice it, and I did think that it made a difference. I noticed that the hitters were in there quicker, the pitches were coming quicker. I did notice it, and then I noticed that Bally was actually putting the clock on the lower right-hand part of the screen. So as a viewer, I don't know if they'll do that all year or not, but you could sort of learn along and, and watch the different times, you know, 20 seconds uh, when the, there's a runner, runner on, runner 15 on. Yeah, seconds when the bases are empty, yeah, 30 between exactly. hitters, all that stuff. Uh, you, could, you could see that. I do notice that. And the point is not to make a shorter game necessarily, although that is part of the goal, but also more action. Right, Mo? I mean, when it comes to the shift well, and, and those rules, that, too? Yeah, so I think like the, the ball in play model, obviously this game is becoming you know, a game of absolutes, right? You either hit a home run, swing and miss, that kind of thing. And, or, and, and so what you're hoping to do is, is with the shift, maybe create a few more base hits. Um, I think like one thing we didn't really see come into play yesterday, so it'll be sort of fun to see how it sort of unfolds in, in, in camp is, you know, the two pickoff moves to uh, to first or to any base, really. But, like, you know, ultimately you should be increasing stolen bases or stolen base attempts. And, and so I think that also could be something that's exciting. But I do think, like, the fact is, like, when you look at yesterday's game, there wasn't just that sort of dead time of pitchers just stepping off, stepping off, slow yeah. pick to first. You know what I mean? Like, so I felt like, those like sort of nuances were working. And um, so, yeah, when you think about like all the different rule changes, you got to remind yourself, these are bigger bases. Um, you got the two pickoffs to, to the bases, you have the pitch clocks and you really need to say clocks because to your point, there are different times. And you know, I do hope Bally's keeps that up because it's, it's, it's a nuance of the game that we all have to become more cognizant of. So anyway, it's uh thought again it was uh it was fun to watch and as i walked out of the ballpark yesterday i was you know heard a lot of positives on it so you know baseball fans hate change but i would say overall i think people are pretty excited yeah no doubt and by the way i mean it is going to be applied if anyone's wondering 
in a bottom of the ninth situation or a postseason game or World Series, rules are the rules. I mean, it is going to be that they're not going to be lax on this necessarily. Yeah, that's what you hope for, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, like the, I know there was a lot of like sort of like Twitter explosion on on that uh, Braves Red Sox game, but like those are the rules. Like, like you can't change it just because it's the ninth inning. Um, so yeah, I kind of thought that was funny, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it'll be uh, an adjustment for sure. Uh, look, I don't want to get anyone in trouble here and any more any fines or anything. But uh, did you have any comment whatsoever on what happened at the end of that uh, beginning of that game between Ollie Marmel and, and CB Buckner? Well, you know, I, I'll, I'll say this: that um, obviously the integrity of baseball always has to be first and foremost, right? And what you don't want to have happen is where you feel there's grudges or biases on either side. Right. I mean, you, 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 you have to be careful on what you say about umpires and what they do and, and what they do for the game. But umpires themselves also have to be careful on their actions and, and, and how those are interpreted. So I'm hopeful that uh, we can resolve all this and, and uh, have it behind us as we uh, continue our, our march through the, through the grapefruit league. But, it, you know, again, it's, it's a, I think there's there's a way to solve this, and hopefully we can do that. I appreciate that. Um, when it comes to pitching, uh, give us a little uh, whip around the rotation, just kind of what you viewed here during workouts, and overall how you feel about we're going to see them eventually in games, but Jack Flaherty, Jordan Montgomery, Stephen Matz, and then today's starter, Miles Michaelis. Yeah, and uh, just throw Dakota in there for this yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those guys are uh, – like all those guys are, 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 are progressing well. We feel pretty good about where, where they all are. And, you know, so you're going to definitely see those guys uh, in games in, in within the week. Um, and then even a guy like Connor Thomas has been throwing the ball really well. Matt Levitor has been throwing the ball really well. So, you know, right now I, I feel really confident about where those guys are. And, uh, you know, it's early. I'm knocking on wood. My fingers are crossed because – you know, we're a long way to opening day at this point, but you know, you, you, I would say overall, I think the group feels really good about where those guys are at. All right, looking forward to that. That happens today. Miles Michaelis is very close to that, and I know that John Mozeliak needs to get to the game, so we appreciate these 10 minutes very much. Thank you for being with us on KMOX as always. we got a game coming up at noon, 12-10 start. All right. Well, thank you. And, uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you next week. I look forward to being there. There's John Mosellock, president of baseball operations of the St. Louis Cardinals. It's 1142. The Cardinals and the Marlins today here on KMOX. Quick break. When we come back, we'll shift our attention to other sports, including the game of golf. We have not forgotten about you and an update on an event here in St. Louis. Plus, we'll take a look at the people. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. GA Tour, next. Welcome back to the Gray Bar Sports on a Sunday morning. Bill Schmidt swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Gray Bar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Billikens win! Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Just got off the phone with John Mosaylock, the Cardinals president of baseball operations in Jupiter, Florida. Right in that area, Palm Beach Gardens, the Honda Classic is taking place at PGA National. And your leader going into Sunday is Chris Kirk. Shot a 66 yesterday. So did Eric Cole, each with a 66. But Kirk leads Cole by two shots going into the final round today. I I always uh, show up at spring training too late to get to the Honda Classic, but one of these years I'll swing down there, that's for sure. I also, I've really enjoyed the first two episodes of the Netflix series, Full Swing. What a cool behind-the-scenes that is of the PGA Tour. Really have enjoyed that. Has our guest watched that? This is Nick Ragone of Ascension joining us on KMOX. How are you, buddy? Hey, Tommy, absolutely. I have uh, Chad Munn, the executive producer who created the uh, series, is a good friend of mine, so I've been texting him. And I think it's awesome. I was actually with Commissioner Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour Commissioner, on Thursday and Friday. Um, we had a meet at the stadium course in Ponte Vedra, you know, to talk business, but uh, two weeks before the players. And he said the Netflix series has been a boon. Um, it's brought in a whole new uh, in the first couple of weeks, a whole new set of eyeballs of people who aren't regular watchers of the PGA Tour, aren't avid golfers. And it's great. You know, Jay and I were talking about the importance of growing the game, and he complimented St. Louis again. He said over and over again, the model that you guys have chosen about putting a tournament in North St. Louis County, partnering with the APGA, keeping all the proceeds in the area, he said that's a way to grow it. And the, and the tour is trying to find 
ways to reach new audiences. And I think the Netflix series, if anyone hasn't seen it, go watch it. It's fantastic. It is so good. I'm through two episodes. The first episode was Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth. I'm not going to give it away, but, you know, they're two longtime friends slash rivals slash competitors going back to when they were little kids and watching them behind the scenes. So like I've always been a Justin Thomas guy and Jordan Spieth. I, I really like them both. So seeing them behind the scenes and, you know, it's, the little profanity sprinkling, like it's real and, and it's just so cool. And then the second episode, Brooks Kepka, who, you know, That's I don't fascinating. feel, yeah. Like I don't feel as warmly towards <laughs> Kepka, but now after watching that, I don't know. I kind of like, I feel well, for him a little, a little bit. It, you know, he shows a different side of him for sure. And I think that's what they wanted to do was even JT and Jordan. I've known their relationship for years. They played junior golf together. But to see them spending time together and being a bit more candid and just how they're – they have a brotherly frenemy sort of relationship. I mean, they're competitors, but they're best friends. But the Brooks Kepka episode is really interesting because he uh, he reveals vulnerabilities you never see. I mean, when he won the – the PGA at Bell Reve in 2018, famously, it went on a tear. I mean, he won four majors in a couple of years, and he seemed invincible. And then you get a look behind the scenes, and you see, you know, they're even the best in the world, like Brooks and these other guys, there's a fragility to golf. You know, Tommy, you're a golfer. It's such a fragile sport, and it's between, it's played on the, the six inches between your ears, and that's what you see in this series. Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, and, you know, Kepka has dealt with some injuries. There's no doubt that that played a part, but I think the biggest, uh, you know, thing in terms of his health right now is between the ears, and that's where he's trying to get it back. A confidence thing is lacking there, and it happens in sports. We've seen it with the best of the best, haven't we? We have. You know, even uh, it brings to mind David Duvall. I've gotten to know he played in our event last year, the Charity Classic, and turned 50 and is committed to playing on the Champions Tour, and at one time in the world was number one in the world during the Tiger era when Tiger was at his height. Duvall knocked him off. I mean, he won like 11 times in three or four years when the British Open and, and then famously lost it. And it and golf's a sport like that. It's fickle. And we've seen it throughout history. Guys lose it. And it's hard to get it back. Sometimes it happens. Jordan Spieth lost it. He got it back. And then there's other guys that don't get it back. Even Justin Leonard, he was a great player. And then um, it sort of slowed down. And now he's back out on the Champions Tour. And he's, he had a T4, I think, last week and the week that uh, Bernard Longer won. And so... Golf is great in that you could play it competitively. Look at Longer. He won at age 64. He tied Hale Irwin's record, 45 wins, and he's still going strong. I mean, it's such a wonderful sport that at that age, you could still compete at the most elite levels. This is Nick Ragone of Ascension. The Ascension Charity Classic is headed for its third event this September. It's part of PGA Tour Champions. You've heard Nick on the show. You've heard uh, his advertising campaign running on our stations. And certainly it's an exciting time for St. Louis with a lot of sports going on here. I mean, now soccer's arrived on the scene. Football is back. Uh, Sports fans are fired up, aren't they? I mean, it's, you know, it doesn't get any better. Even yesterday, just having the Blues cards and soccer on one day, and you're right. And we have the XFL. Uh, we have NASCAR. We have golf. Not only do we have golf, but we went from having no PGA Tour properties in 2018, the PGA of America did Bell Reeve, to three, the President's Cup, the BMW, and the Charity Classic. And, you know, I've been here 10 years. You know this, Tommy. I'm a New York transplant. There's no better sport. And you guys know this already. I know it now. Missouri's home. St. Louis is home. But there's no better part of the country for supporting homegrown sports than St. Louis, and I just love it. I feel like I'm just tickled that the Charity Classic has been able to play a very small part in that, but an important part of of making sure that our fans, our region, know that uh, we have the best sports in the country and people support it. How do you do it? How do you, year after year, come up with 
something creative or new to, to yeah, you have to keep giving them something new, don't you? Or something different, throw them something else to keep them coming, don't you? Absolutely do. And I, uh, you know, the secret is having a great team and I'm blessed with that. You know, I, I like to joke that I take credit for other people's work, but it's Steve Spratt and Tim Heitman, Alonzo Burt, Dan Sullivan, a whole bunch of people. And last year we created the APGA, our second event, the Advocates PGA Tour, which is really a developmental tour for African-American players. And this year we're moving our APGA event up till August. So it gets its own kind of slot. Last year we did it the same week as the charity classic. So we're moving it up and we're looking at some new wrinkles. We're going to do a, as you know, a blues versus cards thing in our legends challenge. And, and you're going to be a part of that. And we're also looking, we're trying to add a, a concert this year. I'm not sure if we'll be able to pull it off for this year or next year. We're still working on the pieces of that, but you're right though. You need to keep making it better and better every year. It's not just, the number I look at is charity raised, right? At the end of the day, we went from 250000 our first year without an event to 800000 to $1.3 million last year. And we need to keep increasing that because charities rely on it. People, it changes people's lives. It was a big deal that Emerson said they're sticking around, wasn't it? A huge deal. I mean, I want to just commend out. Emerson's leadership is, is paramount to this community. I mean, they really are a pillar. And I've gotten to know Law, the CEO over there, and he's a wonderful guy and a great supporter of the Charity Classic. They were our first, you know, they were our presenting sponsor. The first day we launched this, the first call I made was to Emerson, and they were on board. And I've gotten to know them really well, and it's it's really, really important that they're staying in the region, that they're committed to giving back. Uh, their charitable giving is focused really on uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and education, particularly in North St. Louis County. And, you know, we're blessed that we have Emerson as our, our presenting sponsor. We have Worldwide as a founding partner. You can't get two better companies than that. And if you want to know about what great corporate citizens, citizenship looks like, you don't need to look any further than Emerson and Worldwide. Yeah. And the state of Missouri, by the way, Missouri Tourism has been a valuable partner. They view the Charity Classic, Tom, and you know this, as a celebration of all Missouri for the week. It's Charity Classic Week, and and our lieutenant governor has been a great supporter of it, as has many other in Jefferson City. And they view it as really important on help selling to the rest of the country why this region is so good. That's a good point. You know, you're not messing around in these press conferences when you have at the game week or the, the tournament week, Mike Parson, the governor, is there. Mike Kehoe, the lieutenant governor, is there. I've seen the city politician, State Senator Brian Williams, a big part of it. Tashara Jones has been there in the past. Uh, you you are trying to make this bigger than a sports event. Well, absolutely are. And, you know, you ticked off some supporters. But, you know, Brian Williams, Senator Williams, who, by the way, is a, is a, a wonderful man and a, a new father, uh, Brian, uh, the APJ event wouldn't happen without Brian. He made that happen. And Lieutenant Governor and Governor Parson and the mayor have all been instrumental because they see the the win for our region, right? We're telling the rest of the country, it's, you remember, it's nine hours of live coverage on the Golf Channel. And we're saying we're open for business. We're open for tourism. We want you to relocate here. We want you to play here and work here. And I think the last two years on the Golf Channel, the coverage has been a love letter to our region. Wow. Uh, all that said, you have to have a great field, uh, and you have to have big names and big players. You know that. You've gone after them. You've landed a whole bunch of them. Uh, what can you tell us about the future uh, of this tournament well, yeah. and, and players? You know, we have uh, – so the biggest name coming out this year is Stuart Sink, who won when he was 49 on the big tour. And he's playing – he's actually playing the best golf of his life. If you remember, Stuart Sink won the uh, the famous 2009 British Open, beating Tom Watson in that playoff at Turnberry. So he'll be in our field. He's a Ascension brand ambassador. And he um, – like Padraig Harrington, he comes out. He's going to – 
he's going to try to dominate. I think he uh, he's one of those guys that's coming playing the best golf of his life. And then Justin Leonard uh, is going to play full time. He'll be back on the field. Nota Begay the third, who's a good buddy of Tiger Woods, four time winner on the tour. He'll be out here. And then you know we're still working on the the one that I want to land is Freddie. You know the first two years Freddie has not been in the field. He's really the only player that hasn't been. He won last year. He shot sixty in the final round in the fall. And so we really want Freddie to be in the field. And I'll tell you one interesting storyline, Tom. So Bernhard Langer won uh, two weeks ago. He won, He got his 45th win. He tied Hale Irwin for the most wins ever on the Champions Tour. And he, he wants to break that record. It'd be interesting if he was chasing that record the week of the Charity Classic. Obviously, Hale has been a big part of this tournament. He helped us launch it. He's you know called St. Louis home for 30 years. And it'd be interesting if, if Bernhard tries to chase that record here in St. Louis. Let me throw one more at you and one minute to go before we turn it over to the Cardinals. He just turned 47. So did I. Uh, In July, he turned 47 in December. That's why I've followed him my whole life because we're the same age. He is Eldrick Woods, known as Tiger. He is, by my account, here two and a half years away from becoming eligible for the PGA Tour champions. Do we have a shot at landing him at this tournament? We have a really good shot. I'll tell you. I don't know if I told you, but I, I spoke with Tiger directly about three months ago at the PGA Tour Partners meeting for about five to seven minutes with Jay Monahan and Rory was looking on. And, and Tiger asked me about the event. I said, oh, it's in St. Louis. He goes, where? I said, Norwood Hills. He knew Norwood Hills. He goes, what time of year? I said, September. He goes, oh, it's perfect. My allergies won't bother me. He goes, I love St. Louis. He said one of the best experiences he ever had was the Bell Reve in 2018. And I said, well, Tiger, you know, in three and a half years, we'll have your cart ready. And he immediately corrected me at the time. And he said 3.2 years. And he goes, absolutely have my cart ready. And so I looked at Commissioner Monaghan. I said, I think Tiger committed. So we're going to take that as a yes. And so I've been trying to gently remind Jay and the other people in Tiger's orbit that he is committed to it. And I would, I'll tell you this, if you saw him play at the Genesis, he hits the balls as well as anybody. He had 180-mile ball speed. He was driving it past JT and a few times past Rory. So he could hit it. His problem is it just it's difficult for him to walk. And I think when he gets that cart at 50, he's still going to be competitive. He's going to still be hitting the ball. He's still going to want to win. I think he's going to play a full-time schedule on the Champions Tour. I really do. Wow. And the brand will elevate once again. Tiger Woods, we hope that happens. Nick Ragone, thanks for the visit. Thank you, Tommy. Cardinal Baseball is next. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.